Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us now in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line truly steps beyond convenience. Sam Madison, we always like talking to the great Miami Dolphin cornerback. Sam, w- would you agree with that? Do you get excited for the first preseason game of the year? It's always the uh, the Hall of Fame game. And then you watch it for a series like, wow, this is really bad football. I can't watch it anymore. Uh, I'm not going to say it's really bad football. I mean, it's some really good players out there. But, um, yeah, it, it's not going to be uh, one of those games I'm going to sit and watch the whole entire game. But, um, you know, it, like you said, the the it's the sign of the season is here, and you know everybody's been waiting for it since the draft, and and it's going to be fun. But uh, I had opportunity to play in two of these games, and my friends and family they ended up watching it. So somebody's going to watch it, and they're going to watch it in full entirety. How much? How much of a bummer is it? So you said you played in two Hall of Fame games. So how much of a <laughs> bummer is it when you find out that you have to play in the five preseason games? Um, bummer. You know, you always want to go out on the football field and play no matter what it is, but the, the, the part that you don't really like, you have to come to training camp early while everybody else is laying in their bed and watching you for a whole entire week. But um, it, it, it's fun to get going. Um, you, you know that fifth game is going to be added as that preseason game, so you don't really look forward to it. Uh, but, you know, somebody has to play in it. That's the rules, and uh, this year the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Sam, what's worst thing in preseason? Is it standing on the sideline for three and a half quarters once you're the starter, or is it the younger guy gets hurt and you have to go back in oh. after halftime? Oh, listen, I was in that the, the second one. I was in that situation where, uh, as a veteran, you you have in training camp you you you're going to get some injuries and um, things are going to happen and come up. But I, I definitely think it is. Uh, when you have those rookies that go down and it's the fourth quarter and they was like, hey, we have nobody else. Uh, oh. Damn, you got to strap it up and go back in. You were like, what? And then you're going against the fourth and fifth stringers. So these guys are going full speed, oh. uh, you know, and it, it gets a little scary out there at, at a time. Well, and, but, you don't wanna, um, and you don't want to get burned by one of the fourth or fifth string guys. That's, that's embarrassing for Sam Madison, right? It's definitely embarrassing, but, you know, your mindset turns back up because at any given time, um, you know, this this is a dangerous sport. Uh, so you have to get your mindset correct uh, and go back out there and play full speed and, and play with the other 10 guys. So um, those young guys, when they get into those latter parts of the minutes, they are detailed um, assignment type of players because they want to impress the coaches of doing everything correctly. So if they're asking you to cut the defensive back, they're going to cut the defensive back. They don't care if you're a first-year guy or or a 15th-year player. 
um, those are the things you just have to worry about and look look forward to. We got uh, we got Dolphin great Sam Madison joining us here. Let, let's talk about your pal Jason Taylor here, who's going oh, yeah. into the Hall of Fame this weekend. And uh, I mean, just a really tremendous draft class. And when you're Jimmy Johnson, and you can get Sam Madison in round two, and then you get Jason Taylor in round three. So you 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 probably have a a special relationship with Jason with Jason, considering that you guys came into the league together. Correct? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know. Like you said, got drafted in the same class, uh, you know, spent a lot of our time together, you know, got married the same years, same. Our kids are roughly around the same area. Coach youth football and now coach high school football together as well. But, you know, just the bond, uh, you know, we've created over the course of the years along with uh, the other uh, draft picks in that class, Ed Perry, uh, Derek Rogers, Baron Tanner, you know, the list can go on. But, um it's been fun to be able to watch him and see him and the dedication that I know that uh, that he put in. Man, I just remember, um, you know, it was roughly around our second year, and we was like, man, listen, we're going to take almost every rep in practice. We're going to try to make sure that we're available for every game. You know, his first couple of years he did miss a few games, but um, starting in that 2000 season, man, he went, Eight straight years without, I can say, missing a practice or missing a game. And, you know, it just was phenomenal at the high level that he played at and, uh, you know, the intensity that he played at. You know, he always was that undersized defensive end and, you know, still learning the game because he didn't have many years uh, under his belt for as tackle football coming out of high school. He was a homeschool kid, um, but – once he touched uh, the Miami Dolphins practice facility in Davy, man, you just saw the intensity, the work ethic that he had, um, and the leadership. So it, it was fun playing with him. It was fun hanging out with him. But it's definitely even going to be funner to uh, be able to see him go into the hall uh, this this weekend and, and and be there and be able to share that part because. It, it, it took a lot of work on his part, and he definitely deserved this honor. Now, he was a notorious sore loser, correct? I mean, I remember <laughs> after the games, uh, he took losing. At, at, like, like, compared to other guys you played with, I feel like he probably took losing as hard as anyone, right? So, you know, you guys make it out to training camp, um, and we're looking at the field closest to the, to the, to the new stand. Uh, John Gamble uh, and Brad Roll, who are our strength and conditioning coaches, we always played this game called fast football. And Jason was always a, a nightmare mismatch matchup in this particular football game. And this particular day, nine times out of ten, all of his flag football, whoever was on his team, not they nine times out of ten won. He lost this day. He was standing in the middle of that football field, and when he lost, he grabbed the ball and he punted it across the state, across the stands. At the time, the bubble wasn't there; it was trees and grass all, all over there. He punted it clear across the stadium because he was so pissed off because he lost the game. And you know that just goes to say, like you said, you know, sore loser. Absolutely, I don't care if we was playing a pickup game over at O.J. McDuffie's house um, on the off season. He always wanted to win no matter what it was. You're, you are absolutely correct. But, you know, that's just the way that he was. You know, he was always one of those 
uh, small, skinny guys that, you know, I don't know how you can overlook them, but uh, for him to go into the third round and all of those teams to pass up on him and Jimmy to, to, to take that jump and that chance, he wanted to prove Jimmy that he made the correct choice, but still prove him wrong. You took me too, too late. You should have picked me in the first round, and he carried that attitude for 15 years, and now we see why and, and why he felt like that because he definitely is a Hall of Famer. What was he like, Sam? We got Sam Madison here. What was he like on the field as far as uh, verbally? You know, you guys are playing in a lot of tight games because you were a defensive-type team yeah. uh, when Jimmy's the coach and then, of course, when Dave Wan sets the coach. So with the game on the line in the fourth quarter, uh, what was it like playing on the same side with him? Um, nightmare for the opposing player that was going against him, especially if he was uh, 100% healthy, but... When the game got tighter, you know, he got better. You look at this guy, um, you know, stats 139 and a half sacks, you know, eight interceptions. And, and out of those eight interceptions, he takes three to the house. That's more than me. Um, <laughs> so um, when you get backed up, you know, he's a nightmare. He ended up having three safeties, uh, you know, 46 forced fumbles, uh, uh, 29 fumble recoveries, six Six TDs out of those, off of those fumble recoveries. Man, when the game got tight, man, he got better. And, you know, he expressed those feelings no matter if we were winning by 100 points or we were down by, by 100 points. He definitely wanted everybody to be at their best uh, in those crucial situations. So I look at him now. He's coaching uh, high school ball. He's coaching these players. He's coaching just like he played, you know, uh, one of the things that, you know, the coaches have taken uh, notice uh, of him with his players now is every single play is, yeah, you, you have to earn the right to rush the pass rusher, but, you know, when the ball is thrown or if it's the ball is ran away, you have to hustle to the ball because that's where the big plays come. And just watching him, uh, you know, teach these young kids this now and looking back in, in the past, Every single time, if the ball was 15, 30 yards down the field uh, and I just made a, a, a tackle on the wide receiver, guess who was one of those guys helping me up or getting to the football? It was Jason Taylor. So he practiced what he preaches, and when, it, when the games got tighter, man, he definitely stepped up his game, and he wasn't afraid, no matter who it was, to express his feeling if they were, um, you know, loafing or not giving their all. He would definitely say, hey, give me somebody else that that has half the, half the talent but definitely have the motor and the will to come out here and give 110% and, and play within the scheme of the defense. Yeah, Sam, I remember JT and preparing for guys like JT, and, and obviously he was always one of the game-wrecking guys. And I think what made Jason so much more superior was when it got to those critical moments, those those thirds, those fours, near the end of the game, the two-minute drill. Lots of JT was like a cerebral player as well, and our left tackle would always have to worry about Jason, his long arm, his on his third step, trying to put the stiff arm in and get up under your pads, but also had the ability to retrace, come back inside. He was not yep. only an athletic player, long and lanky, but he was also very cerebral, and he knew where the quarterback was in the pocket, how to get a tackle off balance, and for the most part, on the defensive side of the football, he allowed guys like you to go ahead and cover your wide receiver and not have to fill in because he wouldn't bite on a possible inside move or he wouldn't get caught out of position for the most part because he was that cerebral player. 
Yeah, he was that player. And, you know, you, you look at um, when you have a player like Jason, you know, who's quick, fast, and you, you try to throw different things at him. You know, when, when you look at him getting upfield, when he knows it's, it's third and long, you know, he's getting down in that four-point stance and he's coming off that ball and he's flying. So, you know, one of the things when you have a fast defense, you throw a lot of screen routes at him. He was just so awesome at dissecting and breaking down plays. Yeah, he'll come off the ball and trying to kill your quarterback, but yet and still he's able to put his foot in the ground and retrace, like you said, and go back and cover that, that uh, running back where they tried to run the screen and still be able to pick the ball off and, and, and take it to the house. So um, it, it just was one of those situations where, uh, he and Zach and, and the rest of our defensive player, we took ownership every every day, every Friday, every weekend that we had. We would make sure that everybody knew exactly how this team was going to try to attack us. And we made sure that we was in, in the correct position um, to go out there and be able to make plays. But, you know, the coaches gave us that, that leeway, and they always said, listen, guys, yeah, this is – our defense, meaning the coaches, but you guys must know this defense better than we do um, in and out, and that's what we try to go out and, and impress upon the coaches, but yet still impress upon the other 10 guys that you was playing with on the football field. So when, whenever those third and longs or, you know, those tight third down and threes or fourth and ones, he was digging in there, and he knew what was coming, and he was going to do everything in his power to hold his end of the bargain but hold everybody else accountable as well. Sam Madison here. Uh, great job, Sam. It's a it, it's a special weekend for Dolphin fans, for Jason, yep. his family, for the teammates. Enjoy the weekend. Have a good time there, man. Man, definitely, man. Thank you, guys, and um, look forward to talking to you guys and hopefully looking to a, a very successful season with these young players that uh, uh, Coach Coach Greer has put together along with Coach Gay, so it's going to be fun. Thanks a lot, Sam. See you, man. That's right, Sam thanks. Madison right there, one of the all-time great. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.